Brothers and sisters, it continues to always be a joy to be with you. And um, today as we enter into the second day of the Triduum, there's just an interesting contrast between the service from last night and the service tonight. I remember when I was young, when I was a kid, uh, maybe we went to Holy Thursday a couple of times. We never went to the Good Friday service. And, um, and the Holy Thursday service is kind of, you know, like the priest washes feet, and, and, which was an incredibly humbling experience. But, but it was kind of like a cool thing, and you get to see, and then it's like the Last Supper, and, and it's all really nice. And, and then today it's like everybody gets to yell, crucify him. <laughs> and, and you move from that that moment of that togetherness that our Lord has with his disciples to this moment of abandonment in his suffering. And, um, and last night during our time of adoration, I was reading through the Last Supper discourses because it's really everything that our Lord had to say between the Last Supper and his passion and those are all familiar passages, right? The, like, I am the vine and you are the branches. And he talks about sending the advocate. And where I am going, you cannot follow me now, but you will follow me in the future. And in the 17th chapter of John's gospel, right before the passion that we read tonight, our Lord prays, Father, glorify your son. with the glory that I had with you before the world began. And glorify your son with the glory I had with you before the world began. And then he goes on to pray for all of his disciples. Father, let them be one as we are one. just as I am in you and you are in me, let them be one in us that the world may know that you sent me. And, and so he prays for their unity and that they'll be brought up into the unity that Jesus has with the Father for the purpose of the world knowing that the Father sent him. Father, I, know, I, know, I know, don't only pray for them, but for all those who will come to believe in me through their word. And, and that's really like the most significant part of that prayer, I think, for us, because that's the part of the prayer where he actually prays for us, because we are the ones who have come to know him through their word. And that same prayer applies to our life, that prayer that we be one as he is one with the Father. And so as he goes into his passion, that, that's his intention, right? That's what, he's, that's what he desires to make happen. And in the midst of his own suffering, what's revealed is his surrender to the Father, right? His surrender to the Father. It's not explicitly in John's gospel how he goes to the Father three times in the garden and he says, Father, if it's possible, let this cup pass from me, but not my will be done, but yours. I entrust myself to you. 
And his sonship is revealed through everything that he suffers. And as he suffers, others come to know who he is. There's that interesting exchange with Pilate, and Pilate keeps asking him, are you a king? And he says things like, well, you say that I'm a king. The high priest and the Jewish leaders are asking him, what have you been preaching? And he's like, boy, why are you asking me? Why don't you ask the people who are listening to me? Ask them. They know what I've been preaching. Because really it doesn't matter. What matters is that they're carrying this forward. And then Pilate insists on writing... Jesus of Nazareth, the king of the Jews, because he comes to know, you know, in his own way, who Jesus is. And it's again a moment for us to to reflect more deeply on kind of where we're at in living out that Paschal mystery in our own in our own lives. And and how we come to know him in a deeper way. Right, we come to know him in a deeper way. And again, there's that contrast between Peter and John, where Peter does in fact deny Jesus three times. And what struck me kind of just as we were reading it today was, you know, when the cock crowed, I wonder what went on in Peter's mind. Because he was on automatic pilot, sort of, you know, like... Like, aren't you one of his followers? Nope, not me. Right. Do you ever do that? Honey, did you take out the trash? Nope. Wait, why did I say that? I didn't take out the trash. <laughs> right? Like, we do, it's kind of like, you know, we say things immediately. But, and so he, he's denying, denying, denying. And then the cock crows, and it's, it must have been like this light bulb went off. And he's like, oh my gosh, I can't believe I just committed all those sins that I promised that I would never commit. Like, and, and there's this movement of repentance. It's this moment of coming to know himself more deeply, coming to know our Lord more deeply. And we have those moments. Those are the moments in our own life that are uncovered for us. Those are those moments where, you know, and hopefully we have them when we realize, like, oh, I didn't realize that that was a sin back then. Or I didn't, like, I thought I was doing better than I was doing. Or, like, sometimes... I mean, this, this particular Lent, I'm, I'm like, wow, there's like a bunch of other capital sins that I, I need to start working on. You know, like I need to work on other virtues right now. And, and our Lord does that. And as he does that, what he's doing is he's just revealing, okay, there's more of your heart that I want. And there's more of your heart that I died for. And, and, and when I gave my life on the cross, I gave it so that you would be glorified with the glory that I had with the Father from the beginning. So that you would be one as I am one with the Father. So you would be one in us. And in order to be the answer to Jesus' prayer, it means we have to surrender our whole heart to his love. And when he gives his life for us on the cross, like that's proof of God's love for us. And, and that should be, like, it has to be primary in our minds as we come forward to venerate the cross later on that that is a moment in which he gave his life for us so that we could live right so that we could live
And sometimes we can miss out on the mercy of that moment because we can get caught up in our own mistakes. You know, Peter eventually is able to surrender to our Lord's mercy, is able to surrender to our Lord's love. He might have in that one moment thought to himself, oh my gosh, I just failed and I'm, I'm a total failure, but he eventually surrenders to that love. The one who's always there at the cross, the one who primarily sees it as this moment of love is the beloved disciple who has always abided in his love. Right? The one who leaned on his chest last night at the Last Supper When John, the beloved disciple, is there, like he only experiences it as a moment of love. And maybe there's this question in his own heart of like, well, who's going to love me now that our Lord's going to be gone and our Lord takes care of that? And he says, behold your mother. Like, she'll love you. And later on, he'll write epistles and he'll say, perfect love casts out fear. And he must be speaking of that moment beneath the cross, seeing the perfect love of our Lord and then experiencing the perfect love of his mother. And as we experience that, as we come to meditate that, as we come to know it more deeply, that's what brings about real repentance and transformation of our hearts. It's when I've said this over and over and over again, is when his perfect love, his perfect mercy sort of crashes into our sinfulness or the things that we're ashamed of, the things that need healing, those like deeper layers in our onion that are revealed to us again and again and again. And so today, let us pray that, that we come to deeper union with our Lord a deeper openness, a deeper acceptance of, of his great love, his great mercy, and the sacrifice that he made for us on the cross. That every grace that flows from the cross enter into our hearts and transform us so that we truly will be the fulfillment of our Lord's prayer in John 17. That we'll experience that same unity, that same oneness that Jesus has with his Father. That he invites each member of his church to.